Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and I'm joined today by Baudry Malinar. Baudry is a co-founder and VP at Investor Inc., technology platform based on an end-to-end solution for sponsors to build customizable private funds. Baudry has extensive investment experience spanning a large variety of assets, including real estate, stocks, bonds, cryptocurrencies, commodities, options, and angel investing. He has co-founded two startups and has an extensive management experience leading large teams at a Fortune 500 company. He has an MBA in marketing and finance and master's in computer science. Baudry, welcome to the show. Hey, Jonathan, happy to be here. And thanks for the great intro. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, someone wrote it themselves, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it does sound I, good, though. <laughs> it does sound good. And we're very excited to have you. A lot of value uh, coming our way. You have a very extensive resume. Um, you know, kind of touch, I guess, on, you know, through all of this, what led you to uh, Avestor specifically? Sure. Uh, so basically, the problem we are trying to solve, Jonathan, is uh, today it is still very hard for investors to build a passive portfolio of uh, alternative investments. I know this is a real estate show. We'll focus on real estate, but I would include other alternative investments. There's just too much dependence on the stock market, and I'm preaching to the choir. I know that's what probably you're telling your investors too. But even though there are a ton of sponsors and syndicators out there with a variety of uh, deals, it's still a lot of work to filter all these deals. And so, you know, uh, then you have to invest 50, 100K minimums. And it's very hard to build a diversified portfolio which spans multiple real estate asset classes and multiple geographies. We wanted to take that problem and simplify it for the passive investor where they can put 50,000 or 100,000 in a fund but they, within the fund, like a stock brokerage account, they can pick and choose which deal they want. They say, I want to put 5,000 in this. I like the student housing. Let me put 10,000. I like investing in the Sunbelt. Let me put another uh, 10,000 in this multifamily. So that's the problem we originally tried to solve. And uh, I think we have done a pretty good job. So <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, like we were talking off camera, Got a few close people in my network who use it and and swear by it. Kind of talk about it, you know. Um, those aren't familiar with who aren't familiar with portals, I guess. Kind of explain, you know, what it is, what it does, and then kind of the, the difference between, uh, you know, some of the others. Sure. So it's less about the portal and more about redefining what the current investment model is. Today, you have two choices. If you want to invest in a real estate deal, you can invest in a syndication deal uh, where you're investing in one deal and you get a separate K-1. And Or you can invest in a blind pool fund where you have to invest in all the deals in the fund. You don't get to cho choice. So what we have done is combined the best features of syndications and funds and built a new type of fund called a customizable fund. Um, but And we have our own fund, which we built to test out the platform for passive investors, where they can invest in a wide range of asset classes, including student housing, multifamily, self-storage. 
But then we generalize the platform for people like you to be able to create their own fund. So you can build your own customizable fund and investors can come in and they can pick and choose from your deals. And the advantage for the investors is they get a single K-1, regardless of how many deals they invest in. And there are some tax benefits depending on your tax situation associated with that. And the advantage for you, when I say you, sponsors, syndicators, capital raisers, is you have an evergreen fund where you can add any number of deals without having to create a separate SPV and a separate PPM. We estimate that uh, you get anywhere between 40 to 70% in cost savings in legal accounting and compliance cost savings. So to recap, I, I realized that was a long-winded answer. There are two things we do. We have our own fund, which we offer to passive investors. And um, we have more than three dozen other funds built by other people uh, who, who offer similar services to their investors. And we try to streamline the process for them. So, yeah, really, really incredible. Um, you know, I got to, we obviously did a demo, right? You, you showed me um, obviously very intuitive as well. Easy to understand. Like you said, building your funds, um, for those who are new, essentially, you know, as a capital raiser, I've explained this on a couple of podcasts where, you know, you, like you said, you build an SPV or your own fund, which then creates its own, um, you know, PPM, um, which obviously costs money. And then it's just a single asset fund. A vester allows you to create one big fund with all of your uh, deals in it. And then from there, the, the passive investor can choose which of those deals they, they want to invest in. So now from the passive investor side, what does it look like? So a passive investor, when they come in, uh, they can invest in our fund or they can invest in a variety of other funds, the, in, uh, focusing on a variety of asset classes. The best analogy I can think of is a stock brokerage account. So they can come in just like when you log into your stock brokerage account, uh, maybe your stock broker has some recommendations. Similarly, they'll see all the deals available in the fund, and then they can pick and choose and decide which deal they want. And uh, just like a stock brokerage account, they'll be able to see all their completed transactions. And here is something very cool, both for a passive investor and a sponsor. The, uh, today, when a deal exists, uh, you have to give the money back. Hopefully you do. <laughs> uh, and uh, then you go back to them two or three months later and there is a lot of uh, inertia and there's a lot of uh, friction in the process. So you give back 50,000 and then say, hey, you go back and say two months later, Joe, I made uh, 30 grand for you. Do you want to invest in a new deal? By that time, they may have already invested or they have to wire the money back. The way we have built it, there's a virtual cash balance People can, when a deal exits, the virtual cash balance of the investor gets incremented. And it's a lot easier for you to go back to them and say, you know, that deal exited, but here is another nice deal I have for you. So the passive investor has the stock brokerage fidelity or pick your TD Ameritrade or whatever your favorite stock brokerage is, type of experience when they invest in with you, uh, as opposed to a one deal at a time, which is more transactional. So, Wow. That's awesome. And obviously, you know, makes it a lot easier, especially if you're new, you know, kind of um, giving you options. And then from the operator side, if someone, you know, is their investor, what does it look like? Do they still have the opportunity to invest in, you know, other deals, right? I, I guess what I'm asking is, you know, if they jump on and to invest in one of my deals, but then they see, you know, 
a different fund? What does that kind of do? In terms no, that, of- that's a good question. We are very, very careful. Your investors are your investors. I mean, we don't market to your investors. Uh, but if they happen to come to the Avastor website and see other funds, we are not a marketplace of deals. We are a marketplace of funds. So it's not like they'll just say, I like this deal more. If they like another fund strategy, if they come through our website, not to your website, the portal we built for you, they can always contact the fund manager and say, hey, I like your strategy of investing in uh, uh, multifamily in the Texas area, whatever it is, right? Um, And uh, they can contact them and then they can create a login into their account and see what type of deals are there. So this is not a marketplace of deals, it's a marketplace of funds, but uh, it's only if they come to our website, they'll see that marketplace, so. Uh, Okay, awesome. I appreciate that that explanation there. And so, Obviously, you know, we're we're talking alternative assets. Of course, you know, we typically focus real estate here, but obviously, you know, crypto is a big one, commodities, you know, all those are there as well. All of those can be put into a fund as well, yes. Almost. So uh, we are a private fund management platform. So what does that mean? We don't usually trade in public assets. Now, if you're going to put crypto in an LLC and fractionalize it, you can, but we are not a place where you can come in and say, oh, what is the latest value of Bitcoin? I mean, we don't reprice it on a daily basis. So think of it as any private asset which you can put in an LLC and then fractionalize. Uh, We are thinking of moving to blockchain. Uh, Right now, it's not on blockchain. And uh, so it could be things like, you know, what really surprised me is, when we started, we were thinking mostly real estate, but the kind of fund uh, funds being created on our platform even surprises us, actually. So, for example, the type of deals, Bitcoin mining deals, people are talking about judgment liens, uh, resale of life insurance policies, uh, uh, fine art, streaming music rights. Uh, uh, for Let me give you an example of a fund which was recently created or is in the process of being created professional jazz musician. He wants to create an Airbnb for musicians for long-term stays where there are musical events. And in the same fund, you can invest in uh, music rights and you can also invest in uh, fine arts, you know? So really a broad range of assets can be created. So to answer your question, it's not anything which is publicly traded and which has to be reprised every day or the end of each day or every hour. It's anything which has long-term, which is a long-term holding and which is held in an LLC or any kind of private asset. So. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And like you mentioned, Bitcoin mining, obviously, you know, a a big one. Um, You know, I've got people in my network who, Mm -hmm. who do it as well. And so this gives that opportunity as well. And so that can also be put next to you know, let's say the same person also does multifamily as well. Exactly, exactly. So the most important part of our fund model is that you can have a very flexible business model of your own. Today, if you start a blind pool fund, you you should have a well-defined strategy. Can you imagine going to somebody and saying, you know, I don't really know which asset class I'm investing in. Oh, I, by the way, I don't even know which geographies I'm investing in, but just sign the check here and give me 100,000, right? Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, whereas here, you're creating an empty foundation and you can populate it with any type of deal. And uh, the investor B comes along and say, I, uh, he, you're not forcing him to invest like a blind pole fund. 
he can invest in deal a and uh, completely ignore deal b you know so he can choose which which deal he wants to he or she want, wants to invest in so yeah that's awesome and obviously uh as far as i know first of its kind do, do you are there competitors out there no uh, it's not that we know of. So if you do, please let us know. Uh, there are a lot of platforms which do syndication deals. You know that. A lot of platforms which do blind pool funds. But we are the own and only so far platform in the world which supports uh, customizable funds with so many unique advantages, both for sponsors and investors. So, mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. And so what, what does it look like moving forward for you guys? Obviously, you know, constantly improving in that. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to make the process of onboarding a sponsor completely automated. Uh, Right now, there's a little bit of a manual process in creating a fund, but we want to automate that process completely. Uh, We are working very hard on having a very superior user experience, both for the investors and sponsors. And uh, we may consider moving into blockchain to enable a resale marketplace down the road too. Uh, But that's all uh, possibilities we are considering. But it's all about making it very easy to use, making it very easy to invest a diversified portfolio, which spans a wide range of asset classes, a wide range of risk profiles. And uh, that's kind of what we want to do. So. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. One thing that, um, you know, is coming to the forefront is like you said, putting things like this on the blockchain, you know, making some of these illiquid assets potentially more liquid. Mm -hmm. What does that kind of look like in terms of, you know, setting that up? So initially, if we do do something like that, we would uh, make it available for people to resell assets within the fund. Across funds might be more challenging. So, for example, if you are, there are 100 investors in a fund, investor A uh, wants to get out and investor B says, okay, I'll take that stake from you and make that all within a single place. Uh, but in the future, we may consider a more broader marketplace too. So it's about resale. It's also making it easy for international investors to come in. And frankly, all the use cases of blockchain have not been defined. I think they're still emerging. And uh, uh, sometimes it is a little overrated, but uh, I can certainly see the future going there. So, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It does feel like that's where we're headed. Uh, do you have to choose which blockchain you're on, which sort of, you know? Uh, eventually we do. Uh, we are talking to some API companies who give you the ability to have one single API and implement it on any blockchain. So all this is very preliminary conversations to start with, really. So. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It, um, you know, with with things going the way they're going, it, it feels like it, it will absolutely be there one day. And and you know that is one conversation with investors is the illiquidity, right? And so having that opportunity, you know, even if it is just within the fund, you know, could even you know open it up to to more investors who'd be willing to you know feel more comfortable that they could get out you know sooner than you know, the five, seven, 10 year hold potentially. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Liquidity is one of the earliest use cases of blockchains, but it'll be very interesting to see what other use cases it enables, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I love it. Well, it's, it was incredible. We really appreciate this insight. Um, You know, obviously, like you said, one of a kind and my network, or at least the people I know in it seem to swear by it. And it feels like from what they've said, it makes the investor experience 
uh, a little bit better because you don't necessarily need that, you know, 50 K has to go. You can actually spread that out. And if you have a diversified fund, which, you know, a lot of people really focus on diversity that really presents a much better opportunity as an investor. Exactly. Exactly. No. Awesome. Uh, and uh, we want to make it very easy for investors to build diversified portfolios, but we also want to make it very easy for sponsors to build uh, funds where their investors can build diversified portfolio by not just providing the platform. So that's the big distinction between us and other platforms. We are not just a software platform. We help you with everything, with accounting, taxes, marketing, launching, scaling your fund, with the legal infrastructure, with the initial paperwork. Think of us as your backend business partners to help market, launch, and scale your funds. Don't think of us just as a software platform. That's where I think I would like to summarize. Yeah, absolutely. I love that distinction. Okay, that's really awesome. And and along that with the kind of legal stuff, right? You mentioned potential 40 to 70% savings, you know, across what does it look like for you guys in terms of having that set up so that, you know, we can save on those uh, expenses? Yeah, let me explain where that number comes in. So like I said, uh, you have done capital raising before, and I think you have either created an SPV or considered creating SPVs. Uh, or if you do your own deals, uh, you will have to create a LLC and a management LLC and the syndication PPM and everything else. So what we have built is a structure where you have one evergreen PPM, where you probably will include any asset class you are thinking of getting into. You, you may not definitely get into that, but you may consider going into it. Once you create that, you can add any number of deals into the fund without having to go to the attorney and a separate PPM because the original PPM covers everything. There is a deal disclosure documents. So the savings comes from not having to go back to the attorney for the PPM. That's eight, 10, $12,000 per PPM. Savings comes from the fact that you do, uh, I'm sure your audience will be familiar with uh, the concept of blue sky filings. You do blue sky filings once at the fund level and you don't have to do a blue sky filing for each syndication deal. Savings comes from the fact that you don't need separate management LLCs for each deal you're creating. Less accounting, less taxes. So again, to recap, we estimate anywhere between 40 to 70% in legal accounting compliance and tax savings, and uh, about 70 to 90% in time savings. You know, uh, If you want to scale, uh, doing 10, 15, 20 syndication deals is not the way to go. Most people uh, go to a blind pool fund model, but that has many disadvantages uh, because uh, now you're under pressure to deploy capital. Oh, I've raised the money. I can't keep it uh, lying around. And then you have a very rigid business model. And uh, uh, we try to overcome all of those disadvantages with the customizable fund model. So, Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that explanation. And in terms of you know taxes, getting one single K1, obviously for those investors, who have who have been invested? You uh, you know, as you diversify, do more deals. You can understand the advantage of only getting one K one. Is that stuff in house, or you guys work with an affiliate? Uh, so what we do is generate all the data required for the single K one. We provide complete traceability. Not being CPAs, we cannot generate uh, issue the K one. But it's very simple for your CPA or one of the CPAs in our partner network. We have a complete partner network of accountants, taxes, banks. Um, you know, cost segregation experts, uh, um, uh, website developers who, who you can use and provide discounted rates. So you, they will, the CPA will take the generate the data we have generated and issue the K one. So awesome! I love it. That's incredible. 
Um, again, you, you know, we'll, we'll link in the show notes, make it easy, of course, for people to find it, but, um, really appreciate all the insight into this. Um, but we'll jump to the final five here. Sure. Uh, first question, best advice you've gotten from a mentor. The best advice is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Always build a diversified portfolio of anything you do, how much, what time you allocate, I mean, what assets you allocate, which span both spectra, both ends of the spectrum, as opposed to putting all the eggs in one basket. Seems obvious, but people sometimes ignore it. It's true. It's true, for sure. And, and you know, even if you do love multifamily, you can, you know, diversify geographically and, exactly. and uh, you know, even in class as well. So I love it. Uh, what is it about your career that makes you feel like you're fulfilling your why? So it's all about enabling other people to succeed. So uh, it's always good for you to succeed, but uh, it's all about enabling other people to succeed. You know the that old saying, stand on the shoulders of giant and uh, you'll appear a giant yourself. So for me, I've been very lucky to work with some very talented people. And uh, I've, I've been fortunate to work in a variety of startups and uh, uh, being an active angel investor, I've invested in over 30 angel companies, as you mentioned in the intro. Uh, I'm exposed to a wide range of business models and that uh, uh, helping budding entrepreneurs and uh, um, succeed has been very fulfilling. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. Uh, favorite non-real estate or investment related book? So I love uh, the Ray Dalio's principles, right? So I don't know if you have read that. Ray Dalio, for those of your listeners who may not know who he is, is one of the, he runs the Bridgewater Fund, one of the world's wealthiest and most successful fund hedge fund managers. And the principles talks about how you run your life, how you run your company. Uh, I think it's an evergreen book. I loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh funny you mentioned that I'm currently in the process of reading it and it's oh, quickly you have to read it a couple of times to get quickly becoming my favorite book for yeah. sure have a little yep if you could have any superpower what would it be the superpower I love traveling my goal is to visit every country in the world so you know flight travel is becoming a little bit of a pain instantaneous transportation would be good but I'm not going to get that anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's absolutely true. Uh, cool. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you and learn more? Uh, sure. Uh, go to our website. Um, you'll learn a lot more about customizable funds. That's avesterinc.com. And I'm very, very open to talking to people. You don't have to invest in our fund. You don't have to create a customizable fund. I just like talking to people. I'm happy to uh, get advice, learn, learn from you, provide advice if you're looking at something. And you can connect me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can Google Badri Malinor. Uh, I'm sure you'll, the name will be spelled out. Or you can even email me. My email is Badri, B-A-D-R-I, at avesterinc.com, A-V-E-S-T-O-R-I-N-C.com. Uh, uh, LinkedIn or email would be the best. Yep. And uh, I can attest, he gives, you know, if, if you want a demo, he gives great demos. Um, you see just very quickly how user-friendly it is. Um, so Badri, thank you so much for your time. This has been amazing. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Jonathan. I'm very, uh, I wish you the very best of luck with your podcast. It was great to be here. So. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. 
Go to KataniCapitalGroup.com to learn more.